All right, everyone, settle in, settle in. Thank you. Today, we will resume our lecture series on the Keepers. In our last class, we had our introduction to Virgil and Jaquees, two initiates of the Keepers, along with their Pokemon, Ellie the Growlithe, Chevalier the Eevee, and Tigray the Abra. Their new commander, Pandora, assigned them to seek out a pair of Pokemon that were wreaking havoc on the farms outside of Shiitake City. Their mission was to nullify the threat and, if possible, bring the aggressive Pokemon back to the Keeper Fortress. They began making their way through the Shiitake Forest, familiar territory for Jaquees as he had recently been employed as a messenger. We now find the initiates getting closer to their destination, but who knows what creatures might be lurking in the tall grass, and who knows what these boys will do when confronted with the dangers of the forest. Let's find out in our latest installment, Hail and Well Met. So, Virgil and Jaquees, where we left off, you all were in the Shiitake Forest, making your way towards Shiitake City to deal with uh, this threat out on the outskirts in the farmlands in the fields of the city. Uh, you have been contracted. You are initiates of the Keepers. This middling evil. <laughs> and now, <laughs> you are Evie. currently faced with some rustling bushes in front of you. I love that this <laughs> Come Witchermon. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it alive for as long as possible. I don't care. Oh, it's just canon. That's just canon now. Evie's Evie's just like Roach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his roach. No, I'm his dandelion. No, all, all that Evie can say is Evie and <laughs> instead of like a purr or a growl, it's just <laughs> he's so naughty. <laughs> naughty by nature. Hey, Virgil, I rolled a four on perception. Do you see any rustling bushes? There are rustling butch- bushes? I, I look up from what I'm drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you make me roll a perception check. <laughs> I'll let us die first. <laughs> I, I think, um, I, I think such, a, such a rustle is not unknown to Jaquees, so I think he uh, uh, holds up a protective hand as, as Virgil is, is sketching in his uh, uh, book and says, Whoosh, and like does completely non-standard hand signals to indicate Russell Bush's yonder. <laughs> As you do that, and you are both suddenly aware of the rustling in the bushes, uh, you all are separated just a little bit, uh, and there is uh, the rustling on each side of you. But both of you roll a D100. Ooh! I rolled an eight. Wow. I rolled 30. With an eight... And a 30. A Steelix and a Mewtwo pop. <laughs> yep, that's it. We die. <laughs> End of story. Oh, I guess I he die again. the Viper was bad. Hey, God, come help Yikes. again. Hey, God, come help again. Hey, God. Swordman. Swordman. Uh, no, but with your 8 and your 30, Jaquees, you go and uh, prepare yourself for whatever's about to uh, pop out of the bushes, and you, Virgil, look up from your notebook to what's closest by Ellie at the ready. And she is at the ready. She is at the She's ready. so good. Jaquees, next to you, a Pidgey flies out of the bush. 
and Virgil, next to you, a bell sprout saunters out. Both oh. of you, roll oh. initiative. Oh. <laughs> I'm underwhelmed. Pidgey's so much cooler than bell sprout. 22. Ellie was so ready. 15. And I say to the Pidgey, you really don't want to do this. And then Chevy is there. <laughs> <laughs> Feathers still stuck in his teeth from something he ate on the way over. You really don't want to do this. Chevy is he's hungry. What are they doing? With initiative rolled, the order is going to be Virgil, Bellsprout, Pidgey, Jaquees. Oh. So you are, you guys are in two separate battles, but we'll do kind of both at the same time to just kind of move through. So stuff's okay. happening simultaneously. But you guys are on separate sides of uh, this little bit of a clearing that you're in. But this bell sprout is angrily oh. vining toward you. Okay, and so like <clears throat> it's aggressively slurping <throat> over in there in my studies. Yes, <laughs> I know and en- I know enough to know like. I'm not going to, like, befriend it, potentially. Not at this point in the game. It seems pretty peeved that you got up in its territory. Okay. And the bird's its friend. Well, then I know what, what I, have. I know what I have to do. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell Ellie to use uh, Roar. Oh, <gasps> nice. Yes. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so it needs to... Make a, a cha save, cha a charisma against my save of uh t- ten. It is a thirteen. This bat, and it continues sauntering angrily towards That's you. Okay, pat Ellie on the head, and I'm like, it's all right. As that's happening, like, it is coming up to Ellie. And uh, as as you are petting Ellie on the head, saying, it's all right, it's all right. The bell sprout is gonna kill me. Is gonna try to with some of its vines from its lanky body shoot out some vines and try to vine whip Ellie. Eight plus three, eleven. Doesn't hit! The vine whip misses. My girl! She's so good. As She's the so bell sprout is good. getting very close to both you and Ellie, that takes us back over to what's happening with Jaquise and the Pidgey. Uh, the Pidgey, seeing Chev knows that there was a challenge to be had and is not going to take any crap from this Eevee and it's going to go to Gust. That's a 19 plus. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. Five points of damage. Yowza. You're just going to make him angry and hungrier. And uh, Chev is going to, unbidden, uncommanded, he is going to. (laughs) Hither comes Chev. (laughs) He is going to. To trod. (laughs) To build streets with Pidgey's blood. (laughs) He is going to covet to strike out with quick and sticky hands. Make a melee attack roll, 1d10 plus move. Oh, dang, it has covet at level one. Yeah. Oh, dope. Eevee, they're, they're, they're kitted out. That is a 13 to hit. 13 will, in fact, hit the Pidgey. Nice. Just over its AC. Nice. And that is eight points of damage. Ooh. Plus stab bonus, I believe, because covet is a normal that is natural correct. normal. A normal natural <laughs> move from the Eevee. Yeah, no, because uh, it has, uh, what is its trait? Uh, adaptability, is that correct? Yes, adaptability. So it gets plus one uh, stab at all levels. Yeah, that's pretty baller low level. Nice. Excellent, excellent. So nine total points of damage to that Eevee as it does a gust attack and swoops down at Chev, and Chev, having none of it, just thwacks it good. Ooh, thwack. Thwacks it. Like batting a mouse. Correct. 
feathers are ruffled as it gets knocked off of its trajectory, but that takes us back up to the top with Virgil and Ellie. Ellie, probably knowing better than what Virgil wants to do, uh, is going to use a bite. <laughs> a bite? Yes. Mm, my girl. 21? No, yeah, 21. 21 will definitely hit. Oh, hey, also, just in case, while I'm thinking about it, uh, the weather today in the game is cloudy and calm, which means, uh, because I'm trying to incorporate this more into the game, so uh, the different types of weather affect different types of moves. Ooh. So if it is a type of weather that affects certain moves, and I've got my lovely list here, uh, those moves get advantage on damage rolls. Ooh. Ooh. I rolled a 30 to see what kind of weather it was, so it's cloudy and calm, which means that normal, rock, fairy, fighting, and poison-type moves have advantage on the damage rolls. Oh, but Joe would have had advantage. Yeah, so do you just roll your covet damage one more time just in case it's more? Seven, same thing. Okay, cool. Plus two. <laughs> Back into the order. Cool. Roll that damage for your bite. That's nine points of damage. Nine points, solid, with a bite. Arr. Clamps onto one of these vines that had launched out at it and just kind of gives a little doggy shake to those vines. My girl. It's then the bell sprout's turn, and the bell sprout, since uh, one of its vines is already in the mouth of Ellie, is going to try to wrap Ellie. Rude. That's a seven, though, plus three. Ten is not going to do it. Girl is so good. She's so good. That takes us then to the Pidgey, who is going to come around again and just try to just dive bomb tackle this <gasps> scarred, muscular Eevee. A normal move <laughs> on this this cloudy day. Another 19. That is also going to hit. Oh, no. Big hits. So that is going to be four points of damage. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, how on the edge of your seat are you, Joe? I am pretty on the edge of my seat. Oh. And I think even Jaquees is like, uh, because I don't think he's seen Chev have this much trouble in a while. Uh, the, the, the snake, notwithstanding. This viper. <laughs> I was about to say, the, uh, the big snake? But except for the big snake. He hasn't had to deal with, like, any real, like, threats in, like, you know, I guess he's just been lucky wandering through the woods. <laughs> I was about to say, I like to think that he's just been lucky and there's been like legendary Pokemon burning down the, the forest around him. And he's just like strolling through with like fire and screams behind yeah, him. There's like a Tyranitar <laughs> wreaking <laughs> havoc. The Ursa Ring is fighting the Tyranitar. Yeah. 100%. Is it Chev's turn? Yeah. yeah Go yeah, for yeah. it, Chev. Cow. That is going to be another covet for 12 plus one. 13 to hit. 13 will hit. And I get advantage on damage. That is another seven. I've rolled two 12s and three sevens now. So that's a total of nine points of damage? Yes, nine points of damage as Chev. <laughs> Evie. Ooh, that Pidgey is just barely hanging on. Ooh. Evie. Perhaps I should have used silver on this. <laughs> on this monster. <laughs> that takes us back up to the top of the verge. Okay, since she's got since she's got him in her little puppy mouth, <laughs> she's just gonna she's gonna shake him and and just use bite again. Great, right? But it's just like it's just like ringing it out. That's a sixteen to hit. Sixteen totally hits a bell sprout. Give me that good good damage. That's my girl. 
That's another nine points of damage. Nine <gasps> points of damage. Another Total 18 points of damage. That's my good girl. Nice. The bell sprout is hurting for sure. Both it and the Pidgey are getting a little bit more than they bargained for. Wow, they tried it had to... way more hit points than me. <laughs> good God. <laughs> oh, no. They really do. All right. That is uh, your turn. It's then the bell sprout's turn. The bell sprout is going to, uh, since the outright violence isn't working, it's going to try to go for an intimidation tactic instead, and it's going to use growth. And you see, like the vines getting bigger and like wrapping around themselves, like sort of twisting around as the bell sprout is like enhancing the size of its body in an attempt to scare you off. But that is its turn doing that. It also gets other things, but it does get bigger. What? Hmm? Do I know what it, do I know what it's doing? You see a bell sprout Get, that it has just like grows more. More vines coming out of its body and it's like getting getting larger in front of you. But Ellie looks okay. Yeah, Ellie looks okay. It didn't okay. like that didn't do anything to Ellie in that moment. But yeah. But that's Bell Sprout's turn. Pidgey's going to change tactics as well. Knowing that it's gotten the crap knocked out of it these past two turns is going to make it harder for Chev to try and hit it. So, I need Chev to make a con save. <gasps> Ooh, the con save. Uh, that con is save. a con save. That is not good. That's a seven flat. Seven flat. The sand attack is kicked <gasps> up and sand no. gets in the eyes of Chev the Eevee. And as he tries to wipe with his little muscular scarred but still very cute paw, mm. tries to get that sand out of there. Hmm. <laughs> He does take a minus one to his attack rolls for the remainder of the battle. I have sand in my eyes. Against the Pidgey? In general, for the rest of this battle. Oh, in general. Yeah. Gotcha. These are way better than the video game. Oh, way yeah, better, better than uh, video yeah. game sand attack. I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh, he. I know that sounded facetious, but I actually am. Uh, <laughs> I think Chev is going to helping hand as a bonus action giving a d6 to one ability a check attack roll or saving throw to ellie within the next 10 minutes as a bonus action and then do a last ditch covet as the attack against the pidgey chev doles out that bardic inspiration and then goes for that covet attack (laughs) yeah I think he fakes like a lunge at the bell sprout, hoping to open up a uh, an opportunity for Ellie, and then zone zoom right back to the Pidgey. Love it. Let's see how it goes. Sick jukes. Oh, oh, oh! That is a sixteen plus one. Yep. Let's go. That will hit. That's a ten on damage. Ooh. Ten on damage. Twelve damage. Give me that great axe. You knock the Eevee back into the trees as there's like a bird-shaped hole in the leaves as it, boom, yeah, just gets punted out of there by Chev, the Eevee. The Pidgey has been defeated, and that takes us back up to the top with Virgil and Ellie. What are you going to do about the Bellsprout? She's going to make an attack with the probably a D6 out of two. That's a, a, a 19 to hit. Yep, that you know, that'll hit the weed. Die. Ooh, yeah. That's... Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage is enough to do That's it. my girl! As She's she so good and strong. Sinks those teeth into those vines and then just like you're playing tug of war with her with a rope at home, just shakes it and shakes yeah. it and then throws it. The bell sprout has been defeated. Y'all got him. <sighs> I'm so, I'm so, ex- I am, I am so excited. I am giving her like all of the bats and like the belly rubs and I'm, probably have not noticed the other side of the fight yet. (laughs) Chevy! Chevy, put that down! No, don't shoot! No! Get it out of your mouth! Give it here! Oh, Chevy! 
Evie. Oh, God. Evie. God. Hey, is Ellie okay? Yeah. I'm just giving her belly pats. She's got her tongue out. She's, like, totally unscathed. Yeah, nice, nice. Chevy, look at you. And Chevy has more scratches added onto the just bevy of scars and, like, crimpled ear. And, like, you know, like when you find a really uh, a, a tomcat that always fights, like, there's, like, a clear tooth mark in, like, their ear. <laughs> Can I say? Yeah. All I'm imagining is a meowth <laughs> that you call an Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like I can't unsee it as like the Viking Meowth from like Oh my gosh Sword and Shield. Yes. <laughs> the Viking Sorry. Meowth. Oh my yeah. gosh. Same energy. Big big Chevy energy. Uh and <laughs> what what does a potion do? A potion? Let's see, let me pull it up here. One the damage that I'm doing to the Pokemon brand right now by saying that my Eevee is devouring the defeated Pidgey corpse. <laughs> I I a hundred percent assume we didn't kill the bell sprout. <laughs> I think there's like, I think there's gonna be a real stark line between the two <laughs> to some extent. Hey, Jakeweez doesn't want him to. Well, really, the, the the three of you. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like. Big boy's gotta eat. Big boy's gotta have his dinner. <laughs> Big boss gotta eat, baby. Hey, I gotta be real. Every single morning when Delaney and I cook breakfast, there is a cat that is just outside the window, and he he looks like he's just very disappointed in us and the world and everything, which fair, but he is a big boy. Was oh, it the big orange cat? And every time we see him, big orange cat. Yeah. Have you seen him <laughs> when you're yeah, over? Yeah. 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 Big boy. We call him big boy. And he is like the herald of good things. He is an big, omen. Big boy. Gotta eat. <laughs> big boy. Gotta have his supper. <laughs> mm. And Chevy is big boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Evie's are tiny. Yep. Yeah. Even so. She- Chevy's big boy. So to answer your questions, uh, Potion does 2d4 plus 2, and then um, each of you got 80 experience. You know what? I'm going to be like my friend Andrew and track it as well whenever he asks. I'll probably forget to ask one time, and then we'll be screwed. (laughs) Yes, 80 points. Oh, man. Oh, Chevy. Oh, Chev. Chev. Chevy. Immediately look up when they level up. Evie. It's 200 level 2. Chevy. Hold Hey, hey, uh, oh, gosh. Hey, Virgil? Y- yeah. Should I use this potion or, hold on a second. You think there's berries or something around here? We can always look. Yeah, I'm kind of familiar with this, not with this part of the woods, but, you know, it looks just like where I... With woods? Yeah, woods in general, I suppose. And can I make a survival check to, like, just look for anything that might be helpful item-wise? Can I make a nature check? Sure. A survival in a nature? Go for it. Nah. That's uh, 12. Uh, that's a 16 on a nature check. 16 on a nature? Very nice. I think that between the two of you, uh, you are able to find some orange berries. Ooh. Uh, you go down a little further from this immediate area where you were at. Uh, you note, Virgil, that where Ellie was looking like she was looking at a berry tree. So you're like, okay, if there's berry trees around, surely we can find something. So between the two of you, uh, you were able to find another uh, orange berry tree. And find another berry each. Oh. Okay, so we each get one berry. Yeah, each of you gets one orange berry. What do those do? You don't know. Uh, I haven't played really since Heart Gold. Joe, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm literally. I have no clue. <laughs> orange berries are also D4 plus two, 
and if your Pokemon is holding the Oran Berry, it automatically activates when the Pokemon drops below 50% health. So is it 1d4? 2d4 plus 2. So it's basically a potion. It's like a potion, but it's a potion that if your Pokemon's holding it, then it automatically uses it without, like, uh, like using, like, it, it wouldn't use the action. Ah, oh, wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fashion, like, a little, little necklace mm-hmm. and let Ellie wear it. With the berry? Yeah. Nice. Like a little string and a little berry so that she can, like, easily get, she don't got, she's not a manky, she ain't got fingers. Right. She ain't a Mr. Mime, she's not gonna hold stuff. Put it in your mime hands. Put this berry under your tongue. <laughs> if you feel like you're dying, pop it. <laughs> <laughs> Replace your back molar with this orange berry. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yes, so uh, Ellie is now holding the berry. She holding. Chev, Chev, can I, mm. can I, can I give you this? And he holds up the, uh, the potion, the little flask uh, given. E- Evie. Yeah? Evie. Is, is that okay? All right. Evie. Is it, how's he looking? Is he, is he feeling okay about it? Make a pokey handling check to see how he's feeling about this potion. Poke your Pokemon. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> Lord have mercy on you, dude. He bats the potion away like, what is this crap? I try and catch it. And I speak directly into his mind. <laughs> okay. Chef, I need to give this to you or you could die. Do I catch it? Fine. I don't. I don't know if it looks like anything. I think he just used it. So I'm. I'm a psychic specialization trainer. So I can use telepathy uh, with my one of my Pokemon. Oh, dope! So I literally speak directly into his brain. So does he have the ability to respond? I think it's as as though the the spell uh, telepathy or something from D and D was cast. The telepathy spell once per day, ignoring components. This is your um a level one feature from being a psychic specialist. Yep, exactly. Oh, dope. Yeah, so then he responds, fine. Thank you. And I... He's a witcher. He's supposed to be used to drinking potions. <laughs> That's true, the elixir. <laughs> I, I pour it down his little cat gullet. I guess he's not a cat. I guess he's a fox or something. <laughs> I never really thought about it till now. Yeah. He's, he's semi-vulpine gullet. He's definitely a fox. And then, for good measure, I tie the berry around his uh, neck, similarly to how Ellie has it, because uh, Virgil has made a, a really good uh, a little innovation there, and I've never seen that before. Nice, 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 nice. So what's uh, Chev sitting at now, health-wise? So let's see, I roll 2d4 plus 2? Yes. Uh, 7. So that is almost a full health. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, it's at 14 now. Great, yeah, cool. Yeah, he's looking a lot better. Solid. Thank you, Chev. All right. So, hmm. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. So you, you almost said continue. something and then you're like, no, <laughs> no, no. I and I try to, I try to pat him on the ears on the, like scratch ear scratch. Doesn't like it, but he doesn't scratch you this time because he does feel better. Improvement. <laughs> That's called respect. <laughs> That's called character development. <laughs> And you all continue through the woods, getting closer to Shiitake. Roll another D100, each of you. 28. 18. Mm. We're rolling the low end, my dude. Mm. No uh, Charizards. Give me that Pidgey. Give me that good Pidgey. They're both Pidgeys. I, Virgil, use my hands to beat the Pidgey to death. <laughs> I took Tavern Brawler to be proficient in unarmed strikes. <laughs> Started taking levels in Monk. 
<laughs> so I could just punch all the Pokemon into submission. Jaquiz is just going to become psionics. He'll be the soul knife. <laughs> the soul knife. <laughs> A soul still burns. No, you know what? The, the school of psionics, the wizard subclass. That's right. I get a rage. You're going to be a wizard? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to be a wizard with my 20 intelligence, but you can um, let's both be wizards. I got 10 intelligence out of 10. As you all continue through the woods, it has moved from morning now to daytime afternoon, and you all are making your way through the woods, and you are getting closer and closer, but... Once again, as you are making your way, the rustles that are off in the distance get closer and closer. And out of the tall grass. Oh, hey, Russell. How's it going? Is Russell. Oh, hi. Yeah, the Russells. They're coming. They're coming to say hi. Hey, it's good to see you. Hello, it's good to see you. I don't know Russell. Oh, have you met Virgil? It's me, Russell. And then the illusion of Russell fades, <gasps> and there's a Taylo and a Shroomish. Roll initiative. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think I know what those are. I think I kind of know what they are. I know what a shroomish is, and I think I know what a Taylo is. Taylo's like the blue one that has like a little red. It looks like a robin. Yeah. Right? 18. Oh, I've been studying, Joe. Have you been studying? I have not, I'm afraid. I've been doing my prep work. Yeah, an actor prepares. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I wouldn't know. Uh, 18. Did you see how emotional I got during that (laughs) opening monologue in the last (laughs) episode? 20. With initiative rolled, both of you will go first before these other Pokemon. So I think that once again, Jake Weiss and Chev are toward the top of the pack uh, as they are trudging along on this shortcut through the woods. Uh, Meanwhile, Virgil and Ellie, I think, are just having a pleasant little walk behind. Drawing. Yeah, drawing, drawing maybe the the bell sprout and the Pidgey. Pidgey. Yep, making little notes about them. So which one is uh, up against me? As you all are walking forward, from behind, there was a... A flutter, and the Taylo comes up on Virgil and Ellie. Meanwhile, this small mushroom busts up on Jaquise and Chev. First up is Virgil and Ellie. I'm going to tell Ellie to do the same thing I did last time, and uh, she's going to attempt to to roar it away. Nice. So wisdom save? Uh, a, a cha save. A charisma save. Cha. That is a two. So just as soon as the Taylo arrived, it heats on out of there, wanting nothing to do with this fiery dog. That's my girl. Taylo is gone. Cool. That takes us next in the initiative to Jaquees. Ah, God, it just, ah, Chevy, let's just skip this one. And uh, we run. He run? What? We run. (laughs) Okay. Because... Chevy has the evasive, the runaway, cannot be the target of attack of opportunity, and we just do the little run sound effect, you know? And if I know my Pokemon, that Pokemon dives right back into the probability pool with the rest and doesn't accost my friend. So you run movement away from it. However, it doesn't quite work in the same way. (laughs) As you run away further ahead and the shroomish turns... Looks at Virgil and Ellie. <laughs> Just shout at it again. I'm 12. Jim. Is runaway an action action? It was just that you were moving away from. Essentially, it was just you using your movement speed to, like, get out of its uh, range. Mm. I would like to use either helping hand or some athletics role from Jaquees to help uh, Virgil get past it without having to deal with it. 
I think you can totally helping hand. Great. So, uh, yep, you got a D6. Uh, uh, on Virgil or on Ellie? Hmm. It, does it seem aggressive in the sense that, like, it's coming for our blood, or is it, like, trying to protect its, you know, mossy patch that it was sitting in or something? Yeah, it's trying to protect its mossy patch. Ah, uh, I see. I see. You see that there's one rock that is particularly mossy. Hey, I think it's just trying to protect its mossy patch. And I helping hand Virgil. Up to you what to do now. But it doesn't. It, does it attack me? Well, it, it does, but I was just saying, now it's up to you what you're going to do next. However, it does uh, look at you, Virgil, and it squints its eyes, and it uses its ranged attack, Mega Drain. On me? What? On Ellie. Oh, oh I mean, it can use it on me. That's a 14 to hit Ellie. Oh, it just hits. My good girl just got hurt. That is four points of damage, but fire and grass, so it's only two points of damage, and it gets back oh, one. Sick. But it's at max, so, you know. But that's its turn. As it, jam! And these green orbs shoot out from it and, like, hit Ellie and just sort of, like, bounce off of her fur for the most part, and then they go back to the shroomish. Your turn, Virgil. Ellie uses roar. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> You're good. I want this EXP. I'm on that EXP grind, bruh. <laughs> That's a seven. Yeah! <laughs> you guys like my instant knockout? <laughs> you only get half XP when they when they when you oh, make them run away from you. Of course, it's okay. I'll still give you something, but it's not but, the full I mean, shebang. Since I made both of them run away, I would get basically the equivalence of a full thing of experience. <laughs> no, y'all are splitting. But since I made, since I did all of the work. <laughs> Since I did everything. Hmm. Well, it's like when a Pokemon pops into battle, but then doesn't fight, but then you swap it out because you're on that EXP grind. Sure. So I get three quarters experience, <laughs> is what you're saying. So their total experience halved is 120. So between the two of you, you get 60 each. Nice. 140. Yeah, you're at 140. I turned to Jayquees. Coward! <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What? You tr- you trying to fight every bird and uh, mushroom that we walk across? Oh, it's just gonna help. You start punching trees. Trees aren't made of experience, unless it's a set of woodoo. I start like <laughs> stamping on the ground. Woo! I'm winning. <laughs> I didn't call you a coward. Calm down. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. All out of character. Wow, that was a scary mushroom moss thing. I want to investigate the moss-covered rock. You investigate the moss-covered it's, it's rock? It's din, yeah. And you take from its valuable egg sac. Uh, so wait, what are you trying to do, actually, in, in, the, in this game Inve- that we're playing? Investigate, its, investigate its, its lair that you said it was guarding, a particularly mossy rock. <laughs> okay, give me an investigation then. Okay, I didn't think it was so silly. That's a natural 20 plus 7. Tucked away in this, like... Yeah! I'm 12! <laughs> you 12-year-old your way over to this rock. I am the chosen one. I'm 12! Uh, the shroomish didn't, like, run into the little... It's it's n- yes, less of a cave. It bounced away. It's yeah, it bounced away. Sort of like a little, like, little mossy-covered little patch area. Yeah. It's, like, digging. Yeah, so it's less than, like... It's it's not really a cave as much as it's like a couple of rocks that have just sort of fallen yeah. against each other and have like a tiny little nook under them that is quite mossy. But you see that inside this uh, this little den, this little mossy rock, there are, with your natural 20, human bones. 
Real, <laughs> real Quest human bones. number two. Real there. human bones. <laughs> Find the shroomish that kills humans. There are two citrus berries. <gasps> Ooh. Citrus berries restore 30 HP. Wow. I have a question. Just straight up 30. What's up? Do I know whether or not shroomish like collect berries for like the winter? Like, like, are, do they squirrel away food? I think that they can just take food as check? they get it. Yeah, you can you can make a history check to to make sure that I'm not robbing it of all of its goodwill. Yeah, of all of its valuable. Oh, that resources. was bad. Uh, it's an eleven. Eleven. These are some nice berries. I'm gonna take. <laughs> hey, what'd you find over there? I'm gonna I'm gonna give one to Jayquees because I'm cool like that. Ah, oh, cool berries. Yeah, it's a what is it again? It's a citrus berry. A citrus berry. Citrus with an S. And I explain what they do. Very cool. Ah, oh, perfect. Thanks, man. You're welcome. I found him in that mossy-covered patch near that good, good mossy-covered rock. I only found anything because I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Is that God in this universe? Is that what that was? It was me, Tigray. It just recovers 30 HP? Yeah, it's just a straight-up 30 HP. Cool. I'm just imagining a level one Pokemon eating it, being overhealed <laughs> by lay on hands or by 30 hit points. <laughs> just like, <gasps> and with that, I assume you all continue on your way. Mm-hmm. All right. So you boys keep on keeping on, and you eventually get to where you can see the buildings and fences, and uh, on the outskirts, the fields of. Shiitake City in the distance, uh, past the tree line. But as you are getting over there in this later afternoon, once again, there's a rustling in the bushes and a shaking in the tall grass. Each of you roll a D100. <laughs> it's me, Jev. Oh, no. I'm the DM now. I'm, I have become God. <laughs> I have become unlike to a God. Jev, telepathy ended. Nine. 81. 81. Let's get those high Ooh. numbers. Give me a give Ooh, me an aerodactyl boy. up in this piece. Oh, big boy. Ooh, big boy. It's a Mr. Mime, and we're like, this man needs help. <laughs> <laughs> this man is very sick. We need to get this man to a hospital <laughs> stat. <laughs> we got to get this man to the apothecary quick. A jig shows up, and we're like, this is really uncomfortable. So a 9 and an 81. Yes. With that, as you all are approaching, uh, the late afternoon sun is glinting through the treetops. We are still in the same sort of marching order with Jayquees and Chev in the front and Virgil and Ellie trailing behind. Also, Tigray's just been there the whole time grasping you. <gasps> I've been drawing. And you've been drawing. <laughs> but it's what I do. Tigray, a little less. I'm a do- I literally am a cinnamon roll of a character. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> But I think that, like, um, as you're going along uh, and Tigre grips you a little bit too tightly, you actually bump into a tree and out from the tree, like on the one foot that it stands on, it sort of swings down from the branch and eyes open. And there is a very spherical owl looking at you angrily. And then more birds from behind. There is a And you, Virgil, hear this as Ellie also turns around and starts barking at this small green spider that is climbing down a tree coming at you. There's a hoot hoot and a spinner rack. Roll initiative. Eight. Dang, I wish I had a Pokeball that I could use. Me too. I mean, I could use my Pokeball. 18 on initiative. So first in initiative is Virgil and Ellie. Oh my gosh, we're so... 
ready to go. Ellie is, uh, I think, going to see the spider as more of a threat than the little bird. Right. Little birdie. And is going to go use a bite. Try to bite that spider. Ooh, not so hot. Eight. Eight will not no, hit the spinnerack, unfortunately. Uh, she goes to bite, but it is currently skittering down a tree, and it just sort of skitters around to the other side of the tree and gets yeah. just out of range. Next up in the order is Jayquees, because in a tiebreaker of dexterity, he beats the spider. But you are with you are with the hoot hoot. With the hoot hoot? Who is just upside down on his tree, angrily looking at you. I have done this a million times accidentally, because it's just kind of how I stumble around in the world. Correct. From, yes. <laughs> from problem to problem. So I instantly, and probably ignoring the scratches down my forearm, I pick up Chevy under my big bulking forearm, and uh, I back away from the tree saying, sorry, sorry, go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Shh. Is that like animal handling? Yeah, go or? ahead and make a pokey handling. <laughs> when a druid and a wizard go on an adventure together. <laughs> <laughs> I want to beat up this owl. I want to beat up this owl. 15 plus 4. 19. 19. The owl just squints at you. It's really squinting. Yeah, I'm just continuing to back away. And it's like, don't make another. Don't you do it. Don't mess with me. Yeah, I don't need to read thoughts to, to, to know what this guy's thinking. Those red eyes are just squinting at you as the owl is like, with its little claws, trying to like, while not breaking eye contact with you, right itself on the branch. It's kind of having a hard time, but it's very determined not to break eye contact with you. But you, you're currently, it's chill. It's chill for a sec. Yeah, yeah, I get the same thing from my hometown. All right, see you around. The Aww. owl continues to look on. Despite your sad comment, <laughs> it is then the Hoot Hoot's turn. Who is going to just keep an eye on you and make sure you don't try any funny business? But that is its turn. I'm going to go to my good friend Virgil. So you make your way over to your good friend Virgil. And actually, I said it should have gone before the Hoot Hoot, but the Hoot Hoot wasn't doing anything, so it doesn't matter. It is going to. It's got a bevy of bad things, I bet. It's going to shoot out some web at Ellie and try to constrict. That is a total of 16. 14 plus 2. Ellie will take. Oh, she's taking damage. It's just one point of damage. It doesn't... It's strength and dex or nothing. <laughs> it's a 1 on a d4. It takes one normal damage, but she's grappled. At the beginning of each of her turns, she may attempt to escape with a strength save. But she is constricted currently by the web of this spinner rack. Now that brings us back up to the top. The owl continues to not do anything, but it's your turn, Virgil. Can she make a bite attack? Uh, so she's currently grappled. It would be disadvantage. Uh, right? Yeah, so she can, at the beginning of her turn, she can attempt to make a uh, escape with a strength save. Is that an action? No, it doesn't take her oh, action. Oh, sick. Well, I've got a hint for you. It's not a great DC to try to beat. <laughs> it's six. Well, you know, that's not going to beat the ten. So, yeah, she's she is restrained. She is it's restrained. Okay. She's going to roar. Nice. Charisma save for this spider. That is a 13. Yeah, I feel the unluck. A the unluck flat. is like... Sorry, it's, it's a 13 seeping. minus 1, a 12. Still going to do it, though? Yeah, I mean, no, it's got to be a 10. So that is your turn. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, Jake Weiss, you're up. Uh, helping hand cool. to Ellie. Nice. Uh, for the D6 on the next uh, whatever it is. And then I think he is literally going... Because 
uh, Chevy is still under his arm. He is going to underhand toss Chevy at the spinner rack. Yeah. And it's going to be uh, a midair covet as Chevy's going to come bring the pain on this little bug. Excellent. And then once we kill the spinner rack together, we can turn forcefully on the hoodoo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just blast into oblivion. 17 plus, I really should know what his, uh, uh, plus one, 18. Well, yeah. you know, just a se- 17's enough. That will hit uh, a small spider. Nice. Does the spider uh, happen to be carrying anything? Any items? Carrying anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what Covet does. It steals. Mm, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna, because I haven't thought about this, but since you have a move that does stuff like this, I will, I will make a roll and see. Just because that's fun. That's now that I know that that move does that. You can get some good items. Oh yeah. Tell you what, I'll on fifteen pluses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have an item. Yeah. Go oh, cool. Just that's on a, a flat. That's roll. a good ratio right it's there. Not bad. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, since you don't like it's a fourth. Yeah, you you like encounter like a set number of wild Pokemon a day. So I think that that's not too bad. It gives you a chance to get things rather than being like, well, that's never. I guess. I love that. You know, since if you're actually playing, you know, the video game or whatever, it's like Mm. all of the things all day and it's a much lower probability. But I'm like, yeah, 15 plus. Let's do it. Uh, So I rolled a 16. So, yeah, (gasps) we'll say it's got a little uh, it's got a little Pecha Berry on it. Pecha Berry. Nice. Little Pecha Berry. What's that guy do? That cures poison, my guy. Whoa. Oh, Chevy, you done it. As the cat (laughs) missile leaves my arms and like lands claws out on the spinner rack for three plus one points of damage. Four points of damage to the spinner rack. And since Chev has currently uh, got the little orangeberry necklace, uh, he just sort of like tosses the Pecha Berry back to you like, fine, take this. I don't want it. I just didn't (laughs) want him to have it. Okay, thanks. That's naughty. (laughs) Naughty by nature. Thanks, Chev. Rip and tear till it is done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is your turn. Uh, It is then the Spinarak's turn, who does not like that. So first of all, is just going to uh, automatically do a D4 of damage to Ellie as she is. Oh, wow. That's mean. Stricted. That is mean. Ooh, that'll be four points of damage to the girl. Ooh, no. She's so good. She's so pure. And then it's going to go to poison sting, Chev. (gasps) <gasps> as it pulls on the spider webs and then turns around with a stinger and goes to this is a mean out. spider. It's a mean spider. It's got a frowny face on its thorax. That's a natural 20. <laughs> That's going to hit. This is the meanest of spiders. <laughs> this is a mean spider, my guy. I knew I had to fight it. That is six points of poison damage and Chev is poisoned. <laughs> Good thing he just got a pacha berry. Mm, Evie. Big oof. Evie. Mm-hmm, Evie. <laughs> ow. <laughs> ow. Ow. Mm. But that's the Spinarak's turn, as that was uh, not too shabby on its part, this mean, mean spider. Virgil, it's your turn. Okay, Ellie's going to try and break the constrained dealio. Okay. Okay, rock on. That's going to be a 15. 15? 15 busts out. Awesome. She's going to use bite as her action. Nice. That's also a 15. 15 hits. Eight points of damage with the bite. (sighs) Eight. Not too shabby. As it is currently distracted with Chev for a moment, Ellie takes a second, and I think that you help get the the webs off, and then she leaps up and bites at the spinner rack. 
this mean green spider machine. It is then Jayquees' turn. Uh, I forgot the stab uh, attack bonus, so it would be five points of damage I did last time. FYI. There's one more. One more. So the held item of the uh, Orin Berry Uh gets used because he just went to 50%. Okay. And what do I roll? 2d4 plus 2? 2d4 plus 2, yeah. That is (laughs) 7. He's right back where he was. Okay. No, actually, he's not. He's 15. Cool. And then Chev is going to, again, just... You know, attack this bad boy. Great. And Chev is currently poisoned. Oh, what does that mean? Which means that he has disadvantage on all ability checks and (gasps) attack rolls and takes an amount of typeless damage equal to his proficiency bonus at the end of each of his turns until he's fainted or cured of poison. Oh, no. Chev, eat this berry, too. Just shove all these berries in your mouth. (laughs) So do you want to... So using an item is an action. So do you want to have Chev use the... Petcha berry, like as the action, or do you want to attack with disadvantage? Oh crap! You know what I'm gonna do? What? What are you gonna do? Oh crap! He's just gonna attack. Chev <laughs> <laughs> is just gonna attack with disadvantage because it's also because it's just Chev, man. That's how Chev does it. That's how Chev does it. That's just how Chef do. And he rolled a 17 and then a 5, so it's going to be a 6. Chef Boyardu. So he goes to get a really powerful covet attack and, like, is about to thwack it hard with that tail, but then he, like, throws up at his mouth a little bit, and he's like, "Mm, Oh. mm, Evie. Tastes like Pidgey. Jake Weiss is like, No, eat the berry. Eat Chevy. Chevy, open your mouth. And, like, trying to, like, throw the berry to the chef, but he's just... Ah, a little bit of that Pidgey's coming back up on him. <laughs> All right, uh, that takes us then to the Spinarak's turn. Spinarak is going to use Infestation. Oh, <gasps> God. <laughs> Why does every move it have sound terrible? On Ellie. No, why? Because she just busted out of its web, and it already poisoned the other one, so it knows it's just a matter of time. So these little, like, gnat things sh- shoot out no. and start oh. just swarming around Ellie. No. She's too good for this. That's a 19. That Well, that definitely hits. That is four points of bug damage. Bug damage. Okay, well, hold up, because her Orenberry triggers as well. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's a plus eight. Does that do anything else to her? Or is it just like an attack? Infestation? Yeah. An infested creature must make a con save against the move DC at the beginning of each of its turns, taking 1d4 plus move bug damage on a failed save. This punk! It's a mean spider. How much damage poison-wise did Chevy take this past turn? It is a amount equal to its proficiency bonus, so two. Great, thank you. Ellie will be infested for three rounds. Unless she makes a con save at the start of a turn. No, she just is infested for three rounds, and she makes a con save to see whether or not it does the damage on each of those turns. Oh, okay. The spider is mean. I hate this mean spider. It is now Virgil and Ellie's turn. Make a con save. Ugh, I'm going to use that D6 and that helping hands. Oh my gosh, of course. So that is a total of 10. 10. Ellie takes four points of bug damage. Good lordy. The spider is mean. I hate this mean spider. How's it looking? The spider? Yeah. The spitter is looking not happy. Ellie's going to use bite because she's not happy either. That's a 19. 19. Plus. So that's a 24. 
24 will hit the bad spider. The, the bad spinner spider rack. takes. Ooh, my girl is a done. She is not putting up with it. That spider takes 11 points of damage and flinches. Ooh, it has exactly 11 points of hit points left. Ooh, she's good. Tell me how she KOs the spinner rack. My good girl. What she do? I think she's done ski. I think she bites down on it mm-hmm. and kind of ovens that mouth a little bit. Yeah. It starts starts spitting a little bit of fire onto mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then just like, just keeps on crunching down on it and then launches it into the woods somewhere. Excellent. Hopefully not too on fire to not set the woods on no, it's just a little bit charred. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not on fire or anything. Yeah, she's she's gonna leave it with some memories. That's right. The spinner rack is KO'd, and now off in the woods somewhere. Does that mean infestation goes away? Or I still infestation have to roll for does it? go away because it is. As far as I'm concerned, you all are out of combat now, unless you want to harass the hoot hoot. Uh, I go to Chev Chev and I see if he's all right because I saw the poison sting, and I'm like, oh no, my boy. <laughs> How's he doing? He's poisoned. Uh, how much XP did we get? <laughs> <laughs> He's poisoned. Did we level up? I have a plan. I'm just messing with you. Uh, so I'll give you half for the hoot hoot to split between you. Let's see. There's a total of 120 again because 80 plus 40. So then split between the two of you. So 60 each. Hmm, so I exactly have enough to level up Chev and hopefully not be poisoned anymore? You know, I think that if you all just got another 60, added onto that 140, that'll get you by the skin of your teeth to 200 XP. (gasps) Which ends the status effect currently affecting him? I thought it did back in Pokemon Red, so I'm using my ancient knowledge. I don't think that does... But I love you, Joe. Love you, Joe. Love, 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 love you, Joe. Love you, Joe. Love you, Joe. Love you very much. See, that was that was my my meta. It does not automatically cure status conditions ah. when you level up. But the level up does happen instantly for Pokemon. It doesn't have to happen over a rest or what have you. Right. But cool. Both Chev and Ellie have enough XP to get to level two. <laughs> So with that, as your Pokemon just barely scrape their way into level two, uh, as, as hard as you tried to not get there, here we are. <laughs> Have a poison berry. You, you give the Petcha berry to Chev? No, he gives a poisoned berry to Chev. <laughs> He's now double poisoned. Double poisoned. I think in character, it was like, Chev, come on, Chev, just... And like hold open his mouth and make him chew it. And he spit her. Chev, like, paws at you a little bit, but he doesn't actually scratch you. Damn, he's really well behaved, Virgil. Maybe he's showing off for you. In your heart, you know that it's just because he missed. Uh, (laughs) You know he tried. (laughs) He did try. The thing about Chev is that he tries. (laughs) Virgil watched him roll. He knows. Uh, But Chev is no longer a poisoned. So tell me what you got for this level up for your pokies. What's Ellie the Growlithe got? Ellie picked up some more hit points. Yeah, yeah. She also picked up Ember, which... Very helpful. Very excited about for this supposed maybe bug-ish Pokemon, which although Ember is not as tasty as it is in the games. Mm, well, if you've got if you got type advantage, it's still very tasty. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? But like... Without type advantage, bite is by far, far and away a better attack. Mm. It's like short sword versus like 
two-handed long. So anywho, yeah, this is Anders DNDing, and then uh, one does have range though. One does have range. This is true. She also picked up Odor Sleuth. What's that do? So when you activate this move, choose a target in range. For the duration, the target cannot activate any move that would increase its AC. If it has already activated such a move, the effect ends immediately in addition for the duration. No creature in the range has immunity to your ghost, normal, or fighting type moves. That's not really helpful for my Growlithe, at least at this point, but it's interesting things. I'm more interested in uh, it outside of combat. Interesting. I'm into it. But it's only got three PP, so it's not a lot of PP. Not a lot of PP. It's not a lot is the thing. And what's Chev rocking now at level two? I switched out Growl and Tail Whip, which I've never really understood as moves, and put in Sand Attack and Quick Attack. Ooh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Goodness. He learned a little something from that Pidgey. Goodness. He did. And he got a little more chunky. You are yoked out, my dude. He is a yoked boy. Beefy Eevee. Well, you, why don't you be the tank and I'll just sit back and sorcel some fire bolts at them. <laughs> That's a good plan. And I think, respectfully, Jaquees walks back towards, not very towards, but around the vicinity of the Hoot Hoot tree. And, uh, you know, looking to see if the Hoot Hoot is still watching from the branches. And can in my survival pack, can I just have, like, some sort of ye olde trail mix? You know, like, sort of the thing that, like, uh, you would have, like, some sort of grease, some sort of nut, some sort of oat. Hard tack. Yeah. I, I would think, like, a like an oaty nutty grease kind of thing. A small vole. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, like bacon fat or whatever with seeds in it. You know, essentially what we feed the birds. Tuppence a bag, yes. Uh, I think he crumbles some up in his hands, and using his foot to keep Chev from prowling towards the tree, he sprinkles it, spraying it out towards the bottom of the tree, and then walks farther away from the Hoot Hoot tree, back further down towards Shiitake City. The Hoot Hoot from the same branch. He was just, like, in leaves, but then he, like, rotates around, still on the one foot, opens one eye, looks down at the ground, looks at you and winks, and then rotates the rest of the way back up into the tree. Yeah, cool. There's, like, some bacon fat in there. I don't know if you're vegetarian or whatever, but... That's, um, like, the the coolest bird I've ever seen. (laughs) It's a chill bird. That was so cool. Uh, It's a chill butt bird, but, you know... He was so cool. Got a real cool bird on our hands. Cool bird. He was way cooler than the spider. Yeah, they're normally pretty cool, but they just don't like when people mess with their homes, so... That's why he got angry at me. The, the the hoot hoot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying the spider, and I was like, oh, he was not probably cool also. at all. No. Mm. I mean, honestly, like. I heard Ellie, so. What would we feel if they came in our homes? I would. And we're like tromping around their mossy rocks and stuff. I would want to, like. You know what I mean? Study them. And I was, it's like. <laughs> and it's like, where did Tigray come from? You know what I the mean? The grip like, tightens from the Abra. <laughs> Why isn't he home? The Titan grips. Why isn't he home right now? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyway, uh, shall we? And you all continue walking out from the tree line into the fields of Shiitake City. And then it's the episode, the the mid-break. I thought you were going to keep taking long (laughs) (laughs) pauses. Shiitake City. Where there's... Where there's... Two... Pokemon... That bugs.
Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Kanoko Origins. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. I've been rocking their Arch Druid set lately, and man, they are so nice. They are literally math rocks. I love them. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at The Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out the website. It's all there. We've gotten some great fan art since we released the first episode of Kanoko Origins. Thank you to Brad at Brad Oxnum underscore sketch art on Instagram for sending us an awesome picture of Chev and Ellie. They look equal parts hilarious and adorable together. If you haven't seen that, go check it out on our Instagram and Twitter or in the fan art gallery on the website. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the fabulous artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the songs The Adventure Begins, Battle vs. Wild Pokemon, Kanto, Johto, and Hoenn Regions, and Violet City. Thank you to Daniel Rand and Materia Collective for the songs Wilder Hearts and By Death or Dream. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studios for the songs Back in the Village and Monsters. Thank you to Celestial Eon Project for the song Stranger. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company. So... Virgil Jayquees, it is later in the afternoon now as the two of you leave the forest and you have begun walking through the fields outside of Shiitake City. You can see the sun poking through the clouds and you feel a slight breeze waft through the plants as they sway back and forth as you all are making your way around trying to find these beasts. You all right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. I just thought of something I was going to do earlier today. Now it just feels like such an a-hole maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> that Virgil was going to do? Yeah. I was like in the shower this morning and I was like, I was like, maybe Virgil will be like, I think we need to take like a rest. <laughs> and then you were just setting the scene of like moving us forward. Well, do, you guys like, want, do you guys want no, to take no, no, a short no. rest? Because you can. You are totally like that is available to you if you need to take a short rest. For sure. I totally <laughs> ruined any ability for it to be organic. But it was just so funny to me because you were like DMing and it was like, like the winds coming through the trees. You were doing an amazing job of setting the scene. And then I was just like imagining being like, 
I feel like I need to. <laughs> I sit. <laughs> I want to just trash any forward momentum that could possibly happen. Yeah, I was kind of imagining Chev like chewing on some woodland creature's head or something like that while you're making like this beautiful speech. Chev <laughs> <laughs> found a ratatan. He's just like gnawing. Hmm. <laughs> no, but you guys, you guys can take a short rest if you would like. We could say that, like, before you like leave the forest proper, you guys are like on the edge of the tree line to the fields, and you can take a short rest if you need. I know that I I made you fight a lot of things. Mm. So in in Pokemon terms, I would love to, but I don't know how it works. Yes, yeah, Joe's about to cover this. What does it mean for Pokemans? So each of your Pokemon has their own individual hit dice. The same way as player characters, and on a short rest, you can spend those hit dice uh, for them to heal up. You could also, you know, if you wanted to use any items or whatever, you could do that as well. But you would each have your two hit dice at your disposal for your Pokemon that have now leveled up to level two. I think that they're both a D6 Mm. plus your con to heal. Plus your character's con? Plus the Pokemon's con. Oh, cool. Uh, What do you think, uh, Andrew? Chev's looking pretty good. I'm I'm down to have rested. After that last fight, and and we like you know before moving on, yeah, with the nasty into, spider, yeah, with that just jerk of a spider. That spider gave you guys way more trouble than I had ever anticipated. And then yeah, I was can like, you imagine if Joe had attacked the hoot hoot? Sheesh! I'm a pacifist. Ah. Trust me, I know. Not really. It's Chev that has the bloodthirst. <laughs> Excellent job, Joe, of making a character that is a pacifist, but then giving him something that can just allow him to go off the wall with with absolute impunity. Just complete murderous <laughs> tendencies. It's not me. It's, no, don't do that. It's the Eevee. Oh. It's not me. Oh, no. It's not oh. me. It's not Jake Weiss. There he goes killing again. Oh, boy. Woo-wee. So maybe we find, like, a nice, a nice field and sit down and have that little rest. Just sit under the Hoot Hoot's tree. <laughs> you left your bacon grease trail mix with the Hoot Hoot and it, you know, looked down from the tree like, nice, as you guys left. Nice. But yeah, so you want to spend any hit dice then? Yes. Sure. Cool. Go for it. I just healed up to full. The perfect roll. Nice. Exactly what I needed. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Bada bing. Chev definitely is chewing on something then because he is now up to full. <laughs> Did they get PP back? Uh, on no, short rest? No that, PP on short rest. Okay. That would be either long rest or, or if Pokemon you went to Center. like a Pokemon Center. Or question. the equivalent. Okay. That answers my question. <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah. There are healers and such available. Maybe not as widespread and it might take a little longer than... But... That's depressing. <laughs> Don't die. So sorry. No, you're good. For derailing... No, you're fine. You're fine. I actually meant to ask you guys if you wanted to take a short rest or not before. I just like, I can't tell you how funny it was sitting here listening to you set the scene and just imagining me being like, well, hey, Jayquees, I'm really tired. So maybe we just like, (laughs) maybe we should rest for a little bit. Yeah, my pits are pretty sweaty. I could, I could air out a little bit. Like, that's what I was imagining doing after like setting up like the Ford momentum (laughs) exposition. I was just like, oh, God. Oh, man. That's funny. So, now that you all have finished your short rest, how do you want to go about searching for these just terrifying bugs that are having their way, do it, doing a nasty time with the masses? Hey, Virgil. Yeah? Uh, do you remember what the scary lady with the big dog said, like, uh, specifically? I was thinking about a lot of other things at the time, and I, I know we're supposed to, like, knock them out and drag them back in a sack or these, or these, thing, these nuts. Um, but other than that, definitely supposed to use the nuts, the nuts. Yeah. I just have the sack in case I have the sack in case. we need that. What? 
Is that how you caught the Abra? No, this guy. <coughs> no. Did I just go over and like pat its head to try and soothe it? <laughs> Make a pokey handling check. Yes, let's go. Lift weights, bow flex. Not bad. 17. 17, the grip loosens a bit. <sighs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. It's just a little baby. He doesn't <laughs> know that, you know, he's scared. But do you remember anything about, like, where they were? I knew they were in the fields and terrorizing farmers, but, um... She said on the outskirts of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You been to Shiitake City before? Yeah, it's where I live. Oh. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I have to deliver something at some point. Oh, crap. And I I think he, like, pulls it out of his, his back pocket, and it's just completely smeared. And now it also has, like, the bacon grease on it, as well as, like, blood and, like, dirt and... Uh, viper venom. You're, you're transporting trash. Um, I mean, maybe I don't know exactly what it is, but it's it's like it's document. It's it's important stuff, you know, for like, for you know, adults and stuff. So I wouldn't know anything about that. Anyhow, I'm twelve. I guess we should start looking for these. I'm a cinnamon roll. <laughs> a what now? I'm a literal cinnamon roll. You look at me and your heart melts. Ah, uh, adorable. Some good self-awareness that Virgil has there. He knows. <laughs> I think uh, Jake Weez is going to start, like, scanning the horizon. Maybe he tries to find, like, a little uh, a hill and look out over the, the fields and, and such to, to look for where there might be farmer's fields and then uh, for signs of these big bad bugs. Can I try something super random? Yeah, while, maybe. while he's getting up on a hill trying to get a good vantage point and look around, what would you like to do? Uh, uh, this is probably not the intended use of this move, so just feel free to know me because that is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have odor sleuth. Mm-hmm. I would need probably like a track. It wouldn't be like, hey, try and like locate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not like the intended use of the move, but it's fun and creative and I like it. And you also have a dog. So I think that you can't just like pick out a you know rando scent and be right. like, I think this it, is it. it. it but would, if you found something, gotcha. you could potentially track from there. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that makes that makes total like I needed to talk it out. Like yeah. my brain was like, does this make any sense? Yeah. Uh then can I just make like an investigation check to like look for like specific like like do we know they're bugs? So Pandora told you all that they were bugs of some sort. Okay. That were terrorizing these farmers and stuff and that they had been doing things like poisoning and like paralyzing and doing stuff like that uh, to these cool. to these people out here on the outskirts of the city. Uh, that is what you have been told thus far. Awesome. Mm. Then can I just make an investigation check for like I don't know, exoskeletons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for bug stuff. Bug stuff. Yeah, cool. So if you give me an investigation, and Jayquise, if you'll give me a perception check. That is a 13 for me. And 11 for me. An 11 and 13. Okay, so not bad. Not bad. Still above 10s. It's a low-level mission. We're fine. You're not complete total wastes of space. So uh, as you all are looking around, I think that off in the distance, Jayquise, you are actually able to see, um, you see a bit of movement in the fields, uh, uh, maybe a couple hundred feet away from y'all. You see, it's, it's kind of hard to make out at this point because there are like, you know, tall stalks of things sort of wafting in the breeze, as I mentioned previously. But you can see that there looks to be some sort of larger than just like your average Pidgey or what have you uh, that's flying around over in that direction but it's kind of hard to make out any more details about it. Huh. Over here 
in your spot over near the the, the break in the tree line, Virgil, you have not uh, found any particular bug stuff. You find like some more spider web and stuff that's probably from, you know, things like that spinner rack that y'all ran into earlier, but nothing that seems specifically like what Pandora was talking about. Cool. Uh, I think I pointed out to uh, to Virgil. Hey, there's like um big, uh, big thing over there. Um, some sort of activity at our uh, 11 o'clock. Do I recognize big thing at all? Would I recognize what this is? Go ahead and make a nature check at disadvantage because it's very far. Love it. An eight. Eight. It looks like a big flying thing. That's a big flying thing. Yeah, it's the it's the it's this big yeah. thing is about it is what I've noticed. Um, how shall we proceed? Uh, hey, also, what if there's more than just two of them? You, you know what I mean? No, I yeah yeah. I mean. The, the 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 nice lady the nice lady knew about the two but how do we know the, it's these t- you know what i mean i i i figure we just uh proceed with caution should we talk to somebody who's seen these things and like yeah let's do it yeah let's find let's find a a, a farmer hail and well met and and such uh so are y'all like going in the direction of the flying creature <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> which which way would be a farmer hail and well met <laughs> Towards the flying creature? <laughs> that general direction. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's head that way then. <laughs> I want to get a better look at this thing anyway. All right. <laughs> Hello, traveler. <laughs> Good day. You've stumbled into my mission. <laughs> Did you see it because of the exclamation point hovering above my head? Give me my XP, old man. <laughs> So you all uh, start going in the general direction of this uh, flying thing uh, that you could just see just above. Obviously, a lot of the ground level is obscured as even uh, as you both are walking through, uh, many of the stalks of grain and such are at about eye level for you, probably, Jay Quees, and you're able to just kind of keep an eye on this thing as you all approach. And uh, Virgil, (laughs) you're just down in there. I'm just down (laughs) in the mess. Okay. You're in some some tall grass. I was going to argue if I could see the bird, but. Uh, nope, never mind. <laughs> Not argue, ask. But as you all approach, uh, you get closer and you can see in this general area that there does seem to be a, a farmhouse up ahead. And you sort of look in that direction as maybe this is somewhere uh, that you can hail and well met someone. But as you're going in that direction, you hear a scream of terror and the sound of commotion as up ahead, Jayquees, uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Jayquees, I heard something. <laughs> I can't see anything. What? I'm 12. <laughs> Uh, some of the grain and stuff uh, thins out a bit nearer to this uh, farmhouse and you see the fell beasts that you've been tasked with taking care of. Two purple insects, both with large red eyes, chase after a farmer in the distance. One flies with large black and white wings and you can see clouds of dust and powder getting blown after the farmer while the smaller insect bounces along the ground, a fuzzball with antennae letting loose horrible screeches. What do you two do? They haven't noticed you yet but they're chasing after this farmer. Virgil. Uh, uh, Virgil. Yeah. There's, there's, we're, there, there, we, we really, sh- uh, I'm glad we didn't rest for longer because these people would be dead. Uh, there's people up ahead and they're, they're, there's the, the, the big boys. I think they were killing people. I mean, maybe, probably not, but maybe, I mean, it's, the world's kind of rough. I just kind of realized recently. Um, we, uh, do you want to like fan out, take it from the left and the right? There's, there's people and they're being attacked and I, I relay the scene. And he's screaming. You hear as he relays the scene. <laughs> Jayquees, 
I, I think we need to help the old man. Maybe, uh... I just, I just chose that he was an old man. I can't see anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we can strategize. I'll go to the left. Oh, okay. <laughs> I assume you just go. <laughs> thump, thump, thump. I assume you like. I assume you combat roll to the left. <laughs> Hail and well met. <laughs> As Chev saunters after you, I'll just start making. I'll start moving to the right. All right. So are you guys trying to like sneak up on these things? No, I, I am specifically shouting "Hail and well met" to get it off of off of my my fellow uh, traveler or farm man or human in need. Nice. All right, so if you're going to the left, so it was um, the two creatures uh, were chasing it toward the left. So you're, uh, Jaquise, going around, like, to the to the front of them, but a little bit out of their direction that they were looking at, so that one would have to veer off. And then, Virgil, you are looking to veer around to the right. Nice. Uh, so uh, as you all are going, are you sneaking, Virgil, or you just running too? Well, I was going to say, can I see, am I still in tall grass? Do I have any comprehension of what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I know what the funny choice is, but I'm just, I need to know. Uh, I think that at this specific moment, you're still very much in tall grass. Okay, but cool. if you, if you like move ahead in any direction, you know, whether you're sneaking or not, uh, you'll get to the point where you can see stuff that's going on better. I'll yeah. probably move quietly because that seems, it's, it's scary. Yeah, as much noise as Jaquees can make, I think he's making. I don't know if that's helpful at all for the the stealthy boy, but I think I think Jakey's thought is get it off the that person, you know, strength in numbers kind of deal. Shock and awe. Totally, totally. So Virgil, go ahead and give me a stealth check with advantage then, since Jakey's is essentially helping you. Yeah, that's a sixteen. A sixteen, solid, solid, solid. These creatures do not seem to notice you as they are pursuing this old man. Can I make Ellie use odor sleuth? on them from this distance. Does it have a range on there? Range 30 feet. I'd say that as you're sneaking up on them, you can get within 30 feet and do that, yeah. Which one would you want to use it on? The the biggin or the fuzzball? The biggin. All right, biggin. She gets a big old whiff of this flying bug. Uh, does this Is this supposed to tell you anything specifically? Nope, it just can't raise its AC. It doesn't have immunity to ghost, normal, or fighting type moves. Mind. Awesome possum. But I don't have any of those. No worries. All it right, can't so raise then. its AC. <laughs> yeah, but it can't raise its AC. Hey, that's that's not bad. All right, so then with that, I think that that would be your sort of coming up on a move, but you all are both in the business now. You are still hidden, but uh, she's just honed in on the big flying one as these two bugs are chasing this fellow around, and I think it's time to roll some initiative. Cool, cool, cool. All right, boys, what have you got for initiative? 20 for Jake Weiss. Ooh. Heck yeah. 17. Ooh, very nice, very nice. All right, well then, at the top of initiative is Jaquees. You have flanked to the left and are sort of heading off where uh, the bugs are chasing this old farmer <laughs> while Virgil is sneaking around behind. Jaquees, what would you like to do? Hail and well met! I'm here to help from the scary lady! <laughs> and uh, Jaquees, uh, I, I think... Again, grabbing Chev by like the ruff of the neck, and uh, I think he whispers, "Remember, we have to take it back in one piece." And he hurls Chev towards the big, scary purple butterfly. <laughs> and I think Chev is going to land on the ground, and as a bonus action, quick attack at the Ooh. butterfree. So nice! It's such a nice. So you're getting up into melee. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Roll to hit. That is a. Natural one. Ooh. 
Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Chev. Maybe I shouldn't have thrown my cat. <laughs> my cat fox. Oh, no. But okay, oh, so no. that's your bonus action. Chev uh, totally beefs it. Going to attack this butterfree. He, um, it's definitely like a bigger creature mm. than Chev is used to tangling with. Yeah. Uh, so totally beefs it and just gets back up and, you know, shakes some of the dust off and says, hmm. You still got your action. And I think uh, I go, uh, sorry. Oh, the dust. And Chev uh, does sand attack. Ooh. You kick up a, sound, a cloud of sand. Uh, to blind a target in range. Must make a con save against my move DC or have a minus one to all of their attack rolls for the remainder of the encounter. Cool, cool. So what is your move DC? DC 11. That is an eight. <sighs> for this large Heck. flying Heck. purple beast. Yes. Learn that, le- learn that Pidgey lesson. My, my, <laughs> my angry, scarred, beefy cat, Fox thing, starts uh, uh, scraping up sand like they are wont to do. Nice. Just scratches it right up. There's a there's a fine cloud of dust. Excellent. Virgil, it is your turn. Okay. We're going to come out from the grass and be like, it was an old man. <laughs> <laughs> and can I use my bonus action to try and identify the little guy on the ground? Yeah, absolutely. Essentially using your Pokedex air quotes. Correct. Great. Uh, so you identify a without a Pokedex. Yes, as you are creating your Pokedex, uh, you don't have to roll for that. It's just it's just a it just happens. just to figure out what it is. If you want to figure out some of that other stuff, like you, where you can figure out one specific thing via a nature check. Oh, that's is that a different bonus thing. action as well? Yeah, that's a different bonus action. But this should, to essentially oh, so just like do scan it, again. it. Yeah, it would be a different bonus action if you wanted to like, like next no, turn. it's AC or like how cool. much you know HP it had left or whatever. All right, then. Jaquise was attacking the, the the flying one, correct? Correct. Cool. Uh, then I'm going to make Ellie jump out, and if she could say, it was an old man too, it would be awesome, but she can't. Uh, <laughs> and she's going to use Ember on the small little, little puff. <gasps> nice, nice, that, nice, nice. what I now know is a Venonat? Yes, you have now figured out. Virgil is now aware that it is a Venonat, the small fuzzy bug. Use that Ember. <laughs> Cool. Uh, roll with advantage because you had successfully snuck up on it. Well, I mean, I did shout <laughs> before doing it's it. Okay. It's like as you were doing okay, it, cool. so it's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to make you, you know, lose the advantage of your stealth for that. Oh, please don't kill it, though. I rolled a 19 and an 18. You rolled a 19? Yes, which Ember causes the target to become burned Burned on a 19. That's why I was asking, yes. Yeah, which now I'm terrified of. <laughs> roll your damage. My fire damage, which is going to probably, oh, God, uh, seven points of damage. Well, that's going to be a super effective 14 <gasps> points of damage. Oh, no. Ooh. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to get burnt. <laughs> As the flames continue to lick the Venonat, <laughs> that <laughs> did not make it happy uh, is the thing. How's it looking? Uh, it looks pretty rough. Still oh, standing, but pretty rough. Oh, no. <laughs> Like one round of burn rough. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, okay. But a solid hit. And if you try to catch the Venonat, now that it has a status condition inflicted upon it, you have advantage if you try to catch it. Oh, okay. But like, but that, what does it cost to something? Is it like a bonus action to try and catch? Catching is a full action. It's a full action. Cool. Yeah. That's what I needed to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like on your next so turn, if you try to catch turn. it, yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, Virgil's going to look at Ellie and just like, whoa, girl, uh. Yeah. I'm 12. 
have a flamethrower dog. Okay. Not flamethrower yet, but one day. One day. She's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the big dog proud. Alright, so then next up in the order is this large purple butterfly with its piercing huge red eyes. It's currently been chasing after this man who has now like uh, on on his turn he runs around and hides behind you, Jake Weese, as he's like, ah, ah, help me! Well met. <laughs> Don't worry, we're um warders. Or no, we're uh God, what <laughs> uh we're here to help. We're here to help. <laughs> Worry not, citizen. Another of these spores and powder comes off of this <coughs> large flying Pokemon's oh, wings. And I need Chev to make a con save. <gasps> Heck yeah, Chev. Chev, just continuing to kick up more sand in the air, disperses this poison powder. In the trials of becoming a mutant, I am affected by poisons. You're going to need far more toxicity level to hurt me. The trial of grasses. <laughs> Black gull. <laughs> uh, so. Go buy some Black Lotus from Bound. <laughs> So Chev is unaffected uh, by the poison powder uh, and is able to shake it off as it and this uh, large butterfly are in melee combat with each other. That takes us to the Venonat's turn. The Venonat, taking this big burn and uh, turning around, looking at Ellie, first of all, takes a couple of points of damage from the burn. So a burned creature takes an amount of typeless damage equal to its proficiency bonus at the beginning of each of its turns. Cool. So it's not like it's going to take more because it's But it takes damage. it according to its proficiency bonus? Yes. Okay, cool. Just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it takes a little bit of damage, but it's not, you know, like super effective on top of everything yeah, else, yeah, but yeah. it takes a little bit. But as it uh, takes that burn damage and turns around, this this creature with its, like, it's hard to tell where its eyes are looking because they're just, like, large red orbs, looks at Ellie and bounces a little bit and emits this awful screech <gasps> as it uses supersonic. Ellie needs to make a wisdom save. That's a 10. DC is 11. <laughs> Ellie is now confused. Oh, but that ends the Venonat's turn as it starts bouncing a little bit closer to Ellie. That takes us back up to the top of initiative with Jayquees. I think Jayquees is, is going to shout, What even are these things? And as a bonus action, check out the big bad butterfly. Learning what it is. Learning what it is with your use a Pokedex bonus action. You're like, put this in your book later. <laughs> uh, you identify this as a butterfree. This fell beast. This awful creature. This nightmarish creature. Nightmarish creature. <laughs> Butterfree. Insectoid. <laughs> and then Chev uh, is going to covet it, whether or not it is carrying something. Hopefully it is. And rolls a two. So that will miss the Butterfree. Chev should have never short rested. He's better on a bloodlust. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's his hidden trait is like when blood has been drawn. <laughs> and that's it, I guess. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, you, you figure out that it's a Butterfree, but the Covet attack misses as Chev like, is trying to like jump up and hit it, but it just keeps on hovering right out of Chev's reach as he keeps on jumping. Hmm. But that is your turn. Hmm. 
Virgil, you're up. Hmm. Can I use my bonus action mm-hmm. to see how many hit points it has left? Is that something I can do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So you have to make a nature check. A nature check. Oh, shoot. I knew I should have taken proficiency in nature. It's a DC 15. It's not bad. That's 17. 17. 12 plus 5. Nice. A smart cookie. You take a gander at this Venonat, and you you see that it looks like it's got about eight hit points left. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Um, Cool. Then as my action, I'm going to pull out my nut. <laughs> <laughs> how big is the nut? Jonah, how big, big Jonah, nut. how big is the nut? It's about nut-sized. Oh, it's like a little nut? Nut-sized? Well, so you, you, so you hit can't the, throw it very far. Well, well, she told you, you got you to gotta hit the little button in the middle of the nut, and then the nut magically gets bigger. Oh. Okay, so I hit the button, and, <laughs> and the nut gets bigger now when I hit throwable. the button? Yeah. So when you hit the button on the nut, it nuts bigger? <laughs> yep. Cool. Uh, then I take the bigger nut and I throw it at the little purple guy. All right. So go ahead and uh, you'll roll animal handling with advantage because it is burned. That's a 23. You throw this Pokeball at the Venonat. One of these things that you are uh, have just recently become aware that they uh, exist at all. Poke nut. You throw it uh, in a way that feels <laughs> familiar somehow. <laughs> and it makes contact with the Venonat. And you see this like, and, and Jaquees, you see this too. This like arcane bolt sort of like shoots out of it that envelops the Venonat and then sucks it in. And it glows for a second as it falls to the ground as it shakes once. It shakes twice, and it shakes a third time, and it clicks. Oh, that's definitely dead. Virgil. You have caught a Venonat. Yes! Definitely dead. Yes! They're so big, and it fed in the little nut. Oh! So happy. I wanted it so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So that is your full turn. Uh, That will take us to the Butterfree now who I think not even registering what was happening over there because it had a singular focus of trying to just wreck this dude's shop and now there's an Eevee over here and it's very muscular. There's just a lot going on. Mm. Uh, mm. So Butterfree is going to try to use confusion on Chev. Ooh, that's an 18 to hit. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Chev. <laughs> For seven points of psychic damage. No. It's okay, Chavo. I'm supposed to be doing that to people. And because the natural attack roll was a 15. Oh, no. On a natural attack roll of 15 or more, the target becomes confused. <gasps> so Chev is now confused. Oh, no. Oh, he's confused. We've got two confused, confused kids. And so the way that confused works is that they're affected for 1d4 rounds. So uh, I forgot to do this for you earlier, Andrew, but... Oh, okay. Ellie's confused for two rounds, and Chev is confused for three. So you already went through one of yours. Okay, so at the end of this next round of mine, she'll snap confusion. Yeah, and when you are confused, uh, after you select a move to activate and spend PP on, you roll a d20, and on a result of nine or lower, it hurts itself for an amount of damage equal to its proficiency bonus and uh, doesn't get to make an attack. But you, the trainer, can still do something. When you are confused, you move at half speed, and you do not have reactions. Okay. So... 
that's the Butterfree's turn as it looks down and you see like you, Jake, we like see almost like the air, you know, when it's really hot outside and you like look at something metal and there's sort of like waves, mirage waves, uh, mirage waves. It's like that just emanating from the Butterfree's eyes immediately at Chev and Chev uh, just cries out and is like, Evie, running around confused. Uh, Evie. Because I think Jake Weiss gets some, too. He gets some spillover from Chev's brain. Oh, no, that's terrifying. (laughs) You have a synaptic link. We're in the drift. (laughs) I was about to say you're in the drift. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Uh, does this Butterfree happen to be holding anything? You you could could take a look and find out as that uh, will take us back up to the top of initiative. Is that a is that a bonus action or is it just by itself? Do, do I just know? Uh, you, you you can see it looks like it's got a berry from the woods. Hmm. I think Chev is going to covet at that berry as his main action. So go ahead and before you do anything else, <gasps> roll a d20. 18. 18. You do not hurt yourself in your confusion. Nice. So now you can roll to attack the Butterfree with the covet. Six. Chev! Oh, Chev. The thing is that the Butterfree is up in the air, and his little Eevee legs are just having a hard time just jumping up there. It's really cute. I, I think Chev is really, really mad, so I think he's going to bonus action quick attack. Yes. 19. Thank the Lord for those who can afford. 19 will hit. Roll your damage. Ooh, max damage. That's four damage. Four points of damage. Nice, nice, nice. As with the quick attack, uh, Chev is able to get that extra boost to hop up and make contact with the Butterfree. And that is your turn. Virgil, you're up. I'm just going to help my bro out, and I'm I'm going to tell Ellie to use Ember from far away. Nice. Yeah, you've got a 60-foot range on that bad boy. Hurt herself, I guess. 19 to not hurt ourselves. Not going to hurt herself in her confusion and now is cleared essentially Let's of the go. confused condition. She's just so good. <gasps> Ember. Yes, she's so good. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. 14 is its AC exactly. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Five points of fire damage. So 10 super effective points of fire Let's damage. Go. Oh my god. As Jake sees a fireball from across the <laughs> Excellent. I feel like that's putting a lot of awesomeness on Ember. I feel like it's more like just like... It's like three little sparks. Pew. like Some sparks. Pew. Low-level firebolt at this point. I assume sparks just show up at the creature. He's like, oh! Anything else? Any other movement or anything for you? Or are you just kind of staying um, back? Is there anything else I can do on a bonus action besides those things? Well, he essentially already Pokedexed it. And so I think that since you guys are sort of sharing uh, Pokedex in that regard, then well, I'll just go ahead and do that, that too. Yeah, so I'll use that bonus action yeah. to just observe it. Yeah. You're really observing this horrible creature that is really just wrecking Chev's shop right now. All right. That will take us to the Butterfree's turn then. Who, let's see here. I think that actually, since Chev hasn't been able to pull off much on it, but oh, that uh, no. hurt. <gasps> It's going to turn around and get a little bit out of uh, Chev's space since Chev cannot take reactions at the moment and provoke an (gasps) attack of opportunity. Uh, She's going to come a little bit closer to where Ellie is, and it is going to flap the wings once more as this powder, this purple powder, comes off of its wings. Make a constitution save. Ooh, let's go. That's a 13. 13. 
The dog's will is strong as Ellie resists the poison powder. She's so good. Uh, I love her so good. She just and sort of just roars at it and barks at it. And she's just like, no, right. No, (laughs) that'll take us back up to the top with Jayquees. How's this big bad bug looking? You would like to do a little thing to check and find out? I mean, is just in terms of visual, is there any clue at all or this would be the bonus action? So like just as a visual, like you can you can just see that like it's it's been hurt, but it is still very much up. Ah, great. Uh, I think Chevy Chev is going to try to shake his head and then quick attack. Great. So go ahead and give me that confusion roll real quick. This is your second of three. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Five. Five. Chev hurts himself in his confusion. <gasps> Two damage. Oh, Chevy Chev. And he can't do anything else. Great. He cannot, but you, as the trainer, can use an action if you would like. Uh, and since, since he didn't get to use one, you can use uh, one. I don't know if there's any actions that I really want to take. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I don't want to use an item. I don't want to, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I just pass. All good. No worries. No worries. Uh, that will take us to next in the order. Virgil and Ellie, what are you going to do? Oh, no. The Butterfree is flying in your direction currently. Oh, no. Joe, I apologize if, if this <laughs> hurt, like, knocks it out. That is quite all right. Well, it's not. Okay. She's going to use Ember again. All right. Roll to hit. Okay. Well, it definitely hits. That's a 18. 18? <gasps> 18 will hit. Roll your damage. Yay. Roll low, baby. Okay, not great. Not not super high. That's six points of damage. Twelve super effective yep. points of damage. Yeah, twelve. I tried to sneak that six in there. <laughs> the Butterfree is definitely hurting now. Let's as, go. Okay. As with a hatred, a hatred <gasps> in its big red eyes, it flaps more intensely toward Ellie, who continues to <laughs> shoot off these like, embers. Uh, Jayquees! Don't worry, I'll do something eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that takes us back to the Butterfree, who's had about enough of this, and who is going to try to extinguish the flames and knock Ellie out of the way with a gust attack. Is that a roll? Uh, yeah. Ellie uses Intimidate to force it at disadvantage. Ooh. Because she's just so dang scary at this point. Ooh, okay. Okay. Nice ability, my friend. Let's go. Wow, that was the same on both. Two 12s plus. Well, that's going to... That's going to be a 17. Yeah, well, dang it. Intimidate, you failed me. D12 plus three. Oh, God. Oh, wow. 13 oh. points of damage from the gust. Jeez. My God. Jeez. 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 The Butterfree, furious, lets out a and flaps the wings, and whoosh, the force of it knocks Ellie back. That oh, the horror sound. <laughs> oh. The terrible noise of <laughs> Awful screech. Jayquees! <laughs> the eldritch scream. Uh, it is now Jayquees' turn. I, I think in, in this, Jayquees is, is actually panicking. I think his palms are sweaty. He's weak. Uh, arms are heavy. Knees are weak. There's a ficus in his pocket already. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's Pat. That's Pat. Uh, but I think he actually runs up to Chev. I think he doesn't want to fight anymore, and he's just worried about his poor, confused, angry, but kind of friend? Kind of a friend? Uh, and I think he's worried about Chev, and he goes up to like like try to pick him up and like actually carry him away. But Chev stops him with a look and goes, Evie, 
And uh, I think Chev bounds towards the, the, the Butterfree and casts Helping Hand if he can. Oh, yeah, you definitely have room to Helping Hand, Ellie. No, he's not He's not uh, Helping Handing Evie, Evie uh, Ellie. He's Helping Handing Jake Weiss. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a dirty combo right here. Okay. All right, so go ahead and uh, just do, do the confusion roll real quick. <laughs> Two. <laughs> So Chev just dramatically charges towards it and and face plants (laughs) runs into a shuffle, (laughs) steps on a rake and the rake. (laughs) Just imagining Geralt Evie doing these things. What makes my heart so happy? Evie, Evie. (laughs) Nevertheless, I think Jaquez is going to follow uh, Chev's suit and run up behind and take out that little nut and make it a big nut and <laughs> throw it at the bug. This is going to become the description of every time we get to Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to get my nut! Is that an animal handling? Yes. Oh, at least I'm good at that. Oh, that's a 23! 23? Wow. <sighs> well done. You just feeling so upset by your beefy boy just getting demolished by this butterfly. You run forward and you press the button on the nut and you toss it at the butterfree. It makes contact. The eldritch energy slorps out and envelops the butterfree as it then gets sucked in and falls to the ground. The Pokeball shakes once. It shakes twice. It shakes a third time. And clicks as the DC was 22. <gasps> Wozes. Woof. Woof. Wozes. You have both captured Butterfree and Venonat. Wozes. I do not run to the ball. I run to my poor boy Chev. And while he is too concussed to do anything about it, I sweep him up in a big hug. And I'm making sure Ellie's okay, too. Yeah. That gust was brutal. Ellie got roughed up by that singular gust. Listen, Ellie was 20 for 20 fine. (laughs) Tried to use intimidate and then just got shafted (laughs) by a gust. But you go and you check on Ellie, and she seems like she's doing okay. And like for the moment, while Chev is still concussed, you scoop him up and you're you're giving him a hug and making sure that he's okay. And uh, he he's like very confused for a second, and then he comes to and he's like Evie, and starts scratching again before before he comes back to his senses. Uh, I, I, I put him down and uh, I, I brush myself off and I say, "Wow, <laughs> wow," <laughs> because Tigray is doing his. Usual thing. Oh, Tigray was so stressed. So stressed. Tigray's doing the opposite of the put me in coach. Tigray's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. Don't you worry. And I sort of pat him on his little spiky foot as I look for the hail and well met guy, <laughs> the old farmer. Hail and well met, old guy. Hail and well met. And that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Everybody settled and ready? Yep. This chapter of Bound. (laughs) Yes. 
I use my Growlithe to rip out the jugular of the Onder fool. I then tear his ACLs using my razor leaf that I don't have. I throw use a your razor leaf to cut his Achilles tendons. I just chuck a leaf at him, and it cuts open his ACLs. Mm. Hither come, Pokemon. Hither come, Chev. Joe, I was going to do it in a round. Oh, I don't know if we'd be able to sync it. No, 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 just go for it. Ready? Go for it. One more time. Go for it one more time. Or whatever the hell. That was good. That was a good one. One of them was literally like the fax sound. Like how fax. We're sorry. This number is not in service. I was like a bird. All the birds were like high pitched and kind of like terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was more of like a a digital screech than an actual chirp of any sort. It was like 8 bit. You're like, oh, God. Oh. You're like, oh, I hate this. Good morning. It's terrifying. <laughs>